0: Mr. Pop, eat. I'm more deep. Dark. the little birds
1: are nasty, and I listen to them through, there's two lonesome people in the whole wide world, like sea and the man in the moon.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Miss University Radio, the podcast exploring fantasy-like games as Arkham for the Guardian. I'm Dane. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And today we're going to be checking out the player cards from the Lair of Dagon. The new, the, th- the new uh, Mythos pack. The crib of the Fish Daddy himself.
0: What do, what do you guys think the Lair of Dagon, Dagon. smells like? Probably
2: not very great. It's <laughs> it bad. It's like, it's like Fish. Probably, right? <laughs> like, it's fish bad. Yeah. Other, yeah.
1: Real gross fish. I'm sure uh, MJ will give us a visceral description.
2: Uh, let me go into there. Uh... Yeah. I'm, you know I'm kind th- of like leave the beach and you haven't like taken a shower yet. So like you have all that like salt water all like just like drying out your skin, but you're like sticky. That's probably how it is all the time there.
0: I'm thinking a mixture of sort of like a, like a sushi delivery truck that like went off road and crashed somewhere and then just sat there for a couple <laughs> of weeks. Mixed with like kind of like zoo animal smell, but specifically for like large fish and like large aquatic animals i think it'd be very very bad is what i'm getting at uh well, but luckily really? this is not like a scratch and sniff game or anything the cards don't smell like that so <laughs> not gonna be a problem Don't Jay, any ideas yeah uh jeez. all right uh <laughs> we should we should start we should start talking about these cards, we'll talk about uh, these cards.
2: we've got all 11 right. today right no. so, so here's
1: there's 13 but
0: so, so here's the first card. We've got a guardian event called Enchant Weapon. Uh, it costs three. It is level three. It has two willpower icons and a combat icon. It's a spell and an upgrade. And it says, attached to a weapon asset controlled by an investigator at your location, limit one per asset. Attached asset gains the Relic trait and takes up an Arcane slot in addition to its other slots. When you perform a fight action using attached asset, exhaust this card. Add the owner of this card's willpower to your combat for this attack. This attack deals plus one damage, uh, and that's that's a that's a uh, reaction ability, by the way. Interesting.
2: Hmm. i like it better than holy ammo ammunition or whatever it is so
0: i mean what, what i'm getting out of this is you can pick any weapon and you can make it a magical weapon so you can yeah. pick the tiny the tiny gun now it's a magical tiny gun you can pick like the <laughs> illegal tommy gun now it's a magic illegal tommy gun you can pick like a like a right, knife girl. now it's a magic knife
2: right? don't don't put this on your Colt vest pockets don't do it
0: yeah don't don't do that <laughs> well, um you
2: could if you also <laughs> put the other uh what's the one
1: that lets you pull the upgrades back if you really want to no so, so, I mean, uh, this, this adds of... the Relic trait, which is useful uh, by itself. Uh, is, that, is there anything that combos with that, other cards? I guess Ursula, maybe, if she has stuff. I, mean, the, the, I, I, guess,
0: uh... I guess, like, I guess, like and Green, I think, maybe, or something. Like, they're, you know, that's, like, Tomes and stuff. Maybe yeah, that's not relics. Um...
2: Yeah. It'd have to be, no, because e- Eli Horowitz is the one who pulls relics from your deck, but this isn't a relic itself.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things that, like, make it easier to play a relic or to search for one, but that this is something you'd make something a relic once you've already played it. So I don't think that this really helps with those.
2: Yeah. Uh, there are a couple investigators who can play this that are kind of, like, weird ones, like Marie and I think Parallel Agnes can play this. Question marks? Uh, <laughs>
1: don't remember what the deck building I think are. I think they
2: can both play spells like zero to five or something like that um just in general yeah it's
1: uh, really, right? whether
2: or not that's actually good or not is like questionable but um yeah I, I think uh one
0: thing that threw me for a loop initially was that it says add the owner of this card's willpower to your combat right. for this attack hmm. but that's because oh, so so that means that if I if I'm if I play this on one of Ben's weapons my willpower gets added to Ben's attacks, right? Yes. Okay. So So,
1: if you're a mystic and you play this, or Zoe or someone with good willpower, it's a huge boost to the attack.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, too, that if my willpower goes up or down later, that still counts, right? Like if if I play it when my will is five and then I get some kind of weakness or something that makes it a two, suddenly your weapon is less magical.
1: Yep actually, if you use like talents to boost your own willpower during somebody else' the skill test <laughs> they where they're attacking then I guess
0: it would boost it right that is really point.
2: funny is Mal a
0: weapon but you I would not be able no. to you, you still wouldn't be able to commit a will card right and if you committed a will if you committed a card that had will and combat icons like this one, you would not get the willpower bonus because it's not your willpower that matters it's the person who played this card right i, know. I mean yeah, what? okay
1: but like ignoring all of that this is a thing that gives plus one damage to a weapon which once per seems... turn oh, is it once once per turn Oh, it is well, Oh, you, you have to exhaust it yeah but, I, mean...
0: <laughs> I mean you know it's still it's still cool i, I to me the main thing that's going to determine whether i would think about taking this is do I have a weapon that either doesn't use ammunition or that I'm planning on reloading a lot instead of just trashing it and replacing it? Because if I'm putting a weapon down, using it three times, and then playing something else over it, I probably don't like this as much.
2: Yeah. I mean, even somebody like Tommy, who has like three, would be fine taking this, right? Like, Because he's got uh, Becky, which is kind of like his his signature thing. If you're going for like a bunch, like a few big guns or something like that, you could totally do like an upgrade build with this because this is actually pretty reasonable.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if you're doing um, oh, I forgot the name, the five the five XP neutral weapon, uh, sword. If you just build that or Silas. Well. time around. Around.
0: oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, around. even even or machete. Like we like don't a we don't see people. Build or
1: something. Yeah,
0: we don't um, see people play machete too much anymore. But I mean, this would be pretty good on a machete.
2: What was oh, that yeah. blood for the blood god weapon? that's, like one experience and like puts weaknesses well, in your deck. I, uh, I know what you mean.
0: The bloodthirsty blade or something yeah or yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah you yeah. could even use that with this it's not not terrible also yeah. galvanize can get this back up if you want to use it more than once in a turn
1: mm-hmm.
2: that being yeah. said then you then you have galvanize in your deck
1: i mean like even if it's just once per turn that's still like a vicious blow every turn on your weapon yeah.
2: right yeah
0: and basically that's that's, okay. that's the bottom line is i i don't really care about the i don't i don't really care about the relic trait i don't really care about the arcane thing because you're probably if you're fighting with weapons, usually you don't care that much about arcane slots, uh, and I don't really even care that much about adding willpower to something because it's—it it's, would be nice, but you know you've, you can usually pass combat tests if you're a fighter. But uh, just getting plus one damage once per turn is not nothing. Like that's the kind of thing that yeah. you do want.
1: And the the relic part is nice because there are sometimes enemies that are like, oh. It- If you if it's a relic, it does more damage, or if it's not a relic, it does less damage or whatever. That is
0: true. Yeah. Or like if you attack it with a non relic, the weapon explodes and you can't use it anymore. It goes in your discard pile. So yeah, yeah, I I think like if I was playing a deck where I was going to be using weapons that were not disposable, I would probably play this as a one of eventually just to try it out. And it might be pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean somebody who cycles their deck a lot too would probably want this more, right? Because then they could find it. Because you kinda wanna want this as a one. I guess you could you could put two of these. No, limit one per asset. Okay.
1: Well, yeah but you could put it if you're playing multiple you know three four player group you could put one on your weapon and then you could have another one to play on somebody else's weapon
0: sure. you you could also have like two machetes or two switchblades yeah. or whatever and have them both be magical so,
1: yeah and then, and then you'd be more able to magical the sword damage more often yeah, yeah. I, I like it do we think it's worth like three XP cost three
0: eventually once you've upgraded your B cops and once you've got upgraded vicious blows and a bunch of other things sure yeah I mean like the the bottom line is that the thing that you really want, if you're playing like a a primary fighter in like a three or four player group, you want to be able to like kill any combination of enemies that can come out in a turn before they get in the way. And so you really that's why like beat cop is such an amazing card. That's why Vicious Blow is so great. Anything that lets you do extra damage pretty freely is really, really good. Right. So that's why even though this is kind of expensive, even though it's three XP, even though it, it it's only really good with certain weapons, but for those weapons I would really I would really try to make this work. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I yeah, like. I like are, it. I'm gonna put this in whatever my next Zoe deck is. That uh, is a giant. <laughs> well, that's a gift.
0: Coming, coming. I don't know. Just, I mean, holy, holy religious magic usually isn't kind of greenish, right? Yeah, it's right. usually it doesn't, uh,
2: doesn't have. It's not blessed. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it isn't blessed. For it some might, reason, I, I was thinking that. Okay, anyway. Yeah. 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 Still, um, get in there. It's good. But let's uh, let's let's move on to the next card though. The next card is a guardian ally asset. Uh, Her name is Nephthys, Huntress of Bast. Uh, She costs three resources to play. She is a level four. Uh, She commits for one will and two combat icons. She's an ally and she's blessed, which means Mateo can play her. Uh, You get plus one willpower. And then triggered ability, uh, when one or more blessed tokens would be removed from the chaos bag during skill test, seal them on Nephthys instead. And then as a... uh, free action.exe exhaust Nephthys, either release three bless tokens sealed on her, or return three bless tokens sealed on her to the token pool to deal two damage to any enemy at your location.
1: Yeah, we got bad news, uh, Dane.
0: And
2: Tragically, Mateo can only use up to level three bless cards. So he cannot use this.
0: Just just, just to finish things off the bottom of the card. (laughs)
2: Oh. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Two health, two sanity, and takes up the ally slot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, before we talk about this, so the, the 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 triggered action, the comma placement is is interesting. So it's either you release three blessed tokens sealed on her, or return three blessed tokens sealed to the token pool to deal two damage. So you only do the damage if you return the three to the token pool. If you just release them back into the bag, then you do not get to deal the two damage. Right? Yes. Because it, it's sort of ambiguous, but I I think that's probably correct.
1: I don't know. I I guess when I initially read it, I thought it was one or the other, uh, but I guess it makes sense that it would be returning. Because I'm,
0: I'm reading it as like, everything before the combo is one thing you can do, and then everything after the comma... Sorry, before and after the comma, everything after the comma is another thing you can do. Like, I don't think that the to deal two damage to an enemy or location applies to both sides of the comma. But I, right. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but that would be my interpretation.
2: If, if you want to put more back in the bag, you can release them. Yeah. Nothing else happens. Or you can return three uh, to the token pool, gone from the bag completely to deal two damage to something. Which is cool. It's a, it's a good ability.
0: So even, even without talking about how good that ability is... If you're playing somebody who can play level four blue cards and will is your primary stat, then this is sort of worth looking at solely for that, even without looking at the blessed token thing, right? Um the problem is I'm not sure if there's really anybody in that category, apart from maybe Sister Mary. Yeah, Sister, Sister Mary. Gold. Um like who? Who yeah, else can play this Who actually? I mean, you know, having extra will in like any guardian is not bad, right? Right. But who is like actually going to be using that every turn?
2: There's I mean, a... if you've got the enchanted weapon, <laughs> then you're going to be using it. But but, well, uh... but the,
0: yeah, I guess if you're if you're playing it on yourself, yeah.
1: You know what um, is confusing about this card? Like when you're if you're. I, I assume it's supposed to work like when you would do a test and you draw blessed tokens, blessed tokens would go back in the bag or would go back into the um, the pool, but they're not in the bag at that time, right? So that's just a weird wording. No, that's definitely not worse, right?
0: So b- really- people yeah. people in the people in the chat are mentioning it's kind of like a sacred covenant. Like it's a way to if you draw blessed tokens and you don't need them um well or even if you do need them instead of losing them they go onto her and then right. you can either you can either just put them back and exhaust her once you get like three or you can spend them to deal some damage exactly yeah yeah she kind of like recycles them in that, in that kind of way which is cool i'm kind of i'm kind of curious about like how is this like is this like a real machine where like you're just going to always be able to like do two damage with her every turn because that would be really good
2: this or is it very- more
0: like if people are playing a ton of blessed tokens people are drawing a lot of blessed tokens and you're just like you pretty much like always have three on her then that would be very very strong i'm wondering like how much blessed stuff you need in in your group for that to happen
1: mary you can definitely there's definitely enough cards now that you can generate blessed pretty quick especially especially if you also have a survivor around because a lot of the survivor cards are really good um cranking more blessed tokens too
0: yeah um I mean, so, I still don't want to play like that uh, terrible survivor neck that makes plus tokens or like the, the terrible survivor event that just makes plus tokens. Like I, uh, I want to get them, I want to get them for free and be able to use this. Can I do that? With uh, Sister Mary. yeah.
1: Sister Mary you can, I think other stuff you gotta there's do. Also, there's subject.
2: also a card that's coming out that I'm not going to talk about right now. And I just realized that's in the next pack. So I'm not going to stop talking. Now. Great. Okay. <laughs> Give us some points. <laughs> so, I mean, the, like someone mentioned this uh, in chat, but
1: like, you're not dealing with fighting an enemy every turn, and there's a good chance you can just load this up with, like, a lot of Bless tokens so that when you need to fire them off, you might have, like, six or nine on it already. Uh, yeah. And then just yeah. really it keep is, getting them on it, it again.
0: It, it is true, although keep in mind you can only...
2: You have to exhaust her to actually do it, right.
1: right? Right, so you can't...
2: The important part, though, is that her first ability, you do not exhaust her, which would be would have made her much worse, right? Because yeah, she's she pretty bad that way. If yeah. you have to, like, choose... Basically, the first test that you do or try in Sacred Covenant, and then like you know, get as many blessed tokens from one test a turn or around on her. That would be way worse. She'd be much slower, and she wouldn't nearly be as worth it. But any time a blessed token comes out, you can just pick it up on her, which is which is much 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 better. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is like it's it's not too expensive. It is kind of a lot of XP, but you know whatever. Maybe you eventually get to the point where you have plenty. If you're playing a campaign where you get a lot. And uh, I mean, it's it's a pretty good payoff if you have a lot of bless tokens, and the the will's not bad either.
2: So, yeah, exactly. I'm 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 in for her. I I've seen her in action already. I think, and uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah,
0: I, I would she's... also like. I mean, if you like, if you if you're playing like Brother X or whatever, who like does two damage when he dies, unless you're like Tommy or something. I mean, you probably get to do two two damage more with Neftis than with than with brother x right because he definitely only does it once yeah so
1: i mean brother x is like a one xp five cost card though this
0: is yeah more expensive less xp and he soaks stuff i'm just yeah
1: yeah yeah i think if you're doing bless just like all the other ones this is really really strong and helps you out a lot um
0: yeah it's it's a weird one but it could be it could be really good i think it's it will be interesting to try it out
1: yeah all right Uh, don't we move on to the Seeker cards. Stygian. Hey. So we got the Stygian Eye. Uh, it is a Seeker event. Level 3, cost 10. Uh, <laughs> three, three, three willpower uh, icons on it. It's an insight and cursed. Uh, fast, play only during your turn. Reduce the cost of play uh, the Stygian Eye by 1 for each curse token in the chaos bag until the end of the round you get plus three to each of your skills
0: Hmm, not great uh,
1: yeah seems not
0: even it it would be fun to so which insmith scenario is it it's the boat one isn't there a card in the encounter deck where you like mill a card from your deck and then whatever the cost of it is that's the difficulty of the will test that you have to do or something
1: (laughs) yeah that's definitely a treachery somewhere i don't remember where but
0: Stygian, uh, yeah, this seems this bad. like it, it's not worth the XP. It's not worth the money. Even if you were playing this for free, it's like most of the time it's not better than uh, Mind Over Matter, probably. Or it's it's it, it, it's basically like a Mind Over Matter and like a card that makes your intellect better. But yeah, there's other cards that do that better, right? Mm,
2: yeah. Best case scenario for this card is probably using like uh, like events and things that add one of your stats to another stat. Um or a full cursed uh circle undone run because you've got those Brazier tests that you need to do. And this boosts all of them. So it would be like a plus twelve on that last one or whatever, but <laughs> but you have to be doing a lot of weird, weird stuff. That yeah. said, there are some things that can play things from the from the discard pile, right? There's um insights specifically. There's a book that can do it, and then there's another event which I'm blanking on the name. I don't remember if you have to pay the cost the, for those.
1: the one that copies the one from discard pile. Is that what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: don't know. I think it's I the uh, memory, I think. The, the, the reason this
0: is kind of not as good as as you might think it is, it's sort of the same thing as like with Dark Horse. If if you see something that says plus 1 to all of your skills, most of the time that means like plus 1 to one of your skills cuz you usually don't need to use all of your skills. And in the same yeah. way you're usually not going to need to use all of your skills, and the fact that you can only play this during your turn, and it goes away at the end of the round, means you're not even going to have it active during Mythos phase. So it's mm-hmm. not even like, oh, I'll use it during my turn to boost my my intellect, and then I'll also get to do a treachery with like agility or will. You won't get to do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's because of three seeker.
1: It means we can't. It doesn't even splash into other people that can get like a bunch right. of extra actions. Um,
2: to right. Use right. it more. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think that, that, if you're playing this for like two to zero, that means you have eight to ten curse tokens in the bag, which might just completely negate the plus three that you're getting to any one of your chests anyway, right? Like, come on. Yeah. I, I
0: really I really think this is just that don't ever play it unless, until they print some other card that interacts with it in a broken way I, or
2: something. I guess Chad, Chad, uh, Burr over here in chat saying Joe. Joe could play yeah, it for eight.
1: Yeah, but that still means you need a bunch of curse tokens to make it cheap yeah if you're going to use it in joe it goes in the insight deck yeah. but if you're going to play it
2: anywhere probably play it there
1: the thing is like yeah. do you <laughs> do you need that plus three those damn i was saying like the use case for this i think is limited it's like when you need to test your bad skill basically uh during yeah. your turn um and i feel like this is like a i just this feels like this other even just like even just a skill card like uh um, inquiring mind or whatever does the but, same like, thing for the one test.
0: The, the nicest thing I can say about this is that if you manage to play it basically for free, it's sort of like having something that can either be a mind over matter or like a card with a bunch of book symbols on it that lasts for your whole turn. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, it's not terrible if you think about it that way, but if you, once you start having to pay like four or five for it, it just becomes completely unusable.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think. There there are some cards that let you yoink uh, the curse tokens out. Um, so, like, you could play this and then play something that takes out the curse tokens. Um, yeah, like Tides of Fate. So I mentioned in chat, I think that's, mm-hmm. that's the the Mystic one that I think you get money. If you take out curse tokens, you get money, right? Um, so, like, you could maybe use this as, like, a weird tech card for, like, because there's some, there's some scenarios where you have to, like, one person has to do like three or four different tests to trigger an ability. Like, there's in like a search for Godot, there's that one location you gotta do like three tests. And there's one in a oh, yeah, so or whatever. So, maybe you could use it as a tech card for that. Um, I just feel like, as a general card, I don't know, I don't think it's super strong.
0: So. Yeah, I I think just draw a bunch of cards and then commit a different card to each of those tests, and you're you're probably fine. Yeah, you are,
1: you're playing like a um, seeker, so you probably can't just draw cards. So this <laughs>
2: feels right. like one of those cards that would be like part of a combo or something like that. So yeah. I'm kind of surprised that it doesn't remove itself from the game, which I guess is an upside to it, but also like. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe somebody will have like this thing where they just keep playing this every like for one turn, and they get like plus twelve, twelve to all their stats. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll wait until they print a card that's like gain gain X resources where X is the sum of all of your stats or something. And there's some ridiculous like whatever. But until then, though, let's uh, let's move on to the next card.
2: Yeah, let's do that. Do do we want to talk about the art on this card though? Nope. (laughs) No. I was expecting it had the yellow sign in it, and this is not a thing that has the yellow sign in it. It's kind
0: of weird and gross, and I don't really know what's going on. So it's people holding a giant eye, I don't know. Anyway, next card. Gross. Yeah, the next card. So Dane, Dane looked up how to pronounce this, and he says that it's Gesh. OK, fine. So we, 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 have a, we have a rogue card called Gesh. It's an asset. It costs two, and it's level two. It's a pact. It's exceptional, so that means it actually costs four XP, and you can only have one of them. And it says you get plus one will, plus one intellect, plus one combat, and plus one agility. Huh, what were we just saying about this? Um and then forced after Gesh enters play make a promise using the following formula I shall not draw slash play slash commit any cards during each of my turns if you break this promise while Gesh is in play discard it and add 10 curse tokens to the chaos bag <laughs> so, guys that's... we were just
2: talking about how you add 10 curse so, tokens to the yes them. this is a you great way know. to fill the chaos broken with 10, <laughs> 10 curse tokens <laughs>
0: um, that, that is probably the main use case for this is if you're trying to do Weird curse stuff.
1: uh, Yeah. That's true, yeah.
0: It's worth mentioning that unlike a lot of things that add curse tokens, like Promise of Power, it doesn't say, you know, if there's already 10 curse tokens and something else horrible happens or you can't do it. It like If you already have nine curse tokens in the bag or 10, you would just add one or zero and nothing, nothing bad would happen.
1: So, like, this is like a new, like, build around card. Like, if you can have some deck where you don't draw cards during your turn, or don't commit cards during your turn. Being insane if you don't good. play cards it's... if you don't play cards during your turn that's sounds insane. But
2: hmm. uh, well, I mean, sometimes I... as a guardian, you're just you've got your stuff out and you don't really need to play anything, and you're just it's like Murder Town, so it's kind of okay. Playing, playing cards includes playing events, though. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's the issue. But well, I mean, during, during
1: you your turn, though, like you could have a deck where you have events that are like reactive, you know, monster phase like dodges or monster phase or whatever. Or whatever yeah, so, yeah, with those phase so yeah
0: i feel like i would rather play things like dynamite and stuff that i would rather play those cards and have plus one all of my stats
1: i mean you it's know a, it's in rogue so if, if you have a setup where danes right if you have a setup where maybe you don't have very many events that are during your turn and you have a couple assets and you get those out and you keep them protected then you can say play or you could do a deck where you don't have very many skills um, or you don't, or, yeah. or rather, you don't need skill. You don't need to commit to yourself skills for some reason. Um, See, if you're doing a support deck, I don't know, but yeah, as we talked about before, getting plus one all your stats seems good, but uh, yeah, you're probably not using all four of your stats most of the time.
0: You especially. It's like, so what stat are you? What stats do you most want to boost? If it's like will, this is like you know, you could play a holy rosary, and it's like about as good as this. If it's, you know, Intellect, you can play Magnifying Glass. Like, getting plus one to each stat is just not that awesome. Um, It's also, I don't know how much of a build-around you can really make with it when you only get to have one copy of it in your deck. What if it's near the bottom? Now you have a bunch of cards that are specifically supposed to go with this, and you're not going to have it until late in the game. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do, I I mean, I I agree with what Benedict and Dane were saying, which is giving up either drawing or committing during your turn seems very very bad unless you have a draw engine that's like totally not on your turn somehow um so i i would not want to give up either of those things maybe you could build a deck where you could give up playing cards at some point but i would not want to like don't give up committing cards that's too important oh no wait a second Who? someone can definitely play this and dark horse right
2: <laughs> oh yeah preston and, uh, uh, preston. and wendy
1: lola could play it
0: too yeah someone in chat did mention lola and i am i was thinking so if this this is like blanked when lola has uh or no it's not it's not that it gets blanked it's that it's like uh discarded right i was wondering if you could like oh i'm not in green mode so it's blank so i don't have to follow the restriction or something
2: Uh, yeah you're not in green mode they're it's blank except for static boosts, right? Is that how Lola works? I don't remember. No, she
1: can't. She can't trigger stuff, but I think forced
2: effects are still triggered.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Never. Never mind.
2: Yeah. Like so, the the best you could do is Dexter because he's got Molly, and you could name Pact with Molly, and then find this like in <laughs> okay. your deck. That's the only thing that I think you can do right now that will find this. Like if you have no other packs in your deck, hundred percent of the time, right? Actually, I might be wrong. So far, Dexter's the only one who can do that.
0: Um, or you could you could have your Seeker play upgraded uh, No Stone on you or
2: something. Sure, sure. yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, like, <laughs> but also, no. <laughs> Don't do that.
0: I yeah. I, I mean, this is a really interesting card. It's a. It's very. It's very creative and has a lot of flavor to it. I think that it, if if it has a use, it's going to be through some kind of nonsense where you're trying to put ten curse tokens in the bag for some weird combo or oh, it's just like a fun fl- or it's just like a fun flavor thing where you really like the idea of it and you want to play it but if you're just trying to make a good deck i would i would not rely on this
2: yeah no no chat chat hopping on the translated grimoire immediately that's this is how you do it
0: <laughs> that, that is true yeah <laughs> i mean three,
2: three, four, somebody gets grimoire you get Gesh down and then you're like i mean this ours. is
0: this is 4xp so it's like do you really want to put for spend 4xp four <laughs> just to unlock that a little a little earlier i don't know i don't know
1: so uh, I think I was actually wrong about I think Lola. It's that Lola's ability is you cannot only play, commit, or trigger abilities on neutral cards or cards you roll. This is a forced ability. Like forced effects are forced abilities. So it might not trigger if you switch out of green and Lola. So it might might be pretty solid. There you go.
0: Great, great Lola card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although, actually, maybe. No, no, I'm wrong because I'm wrong again. Because you, you when you enter this play, you make the promise and that creates a lasting effect. Which is mm. the, if you break the promise. Just like the, the real okay. campaign log that's like, uh, you know, if you say a certain word, something bad happens. Uh, that's like a constant effect type of thing. So sure, right, okay. Lola can't dodge this.
2: She can still play it though. She really wants to. All right. I mean, I like the art. I like the. I, I would. I would be interested in more of these to see more of this kind of concept because this is something completely new, right? Not the Dark Horse bit, like the the one mm. to all stats, but the packed part.
1: Yeah, the packed cool. it's definitely cool I like that. You know, I like I like cards that are you make you maybe think about your deck differently.
2: It's mm. Just
1: you know, then a the day it's like, does it make? Is it can you do a weird thing to make your deck better than what you could have done without it? That's the question I think we usually try to answer. Sorry. Someone,
0: uh, someone in chat did mention that um, it's a Leo and Dexter card. Um, and I, I don't know necessarily about all of those, but Dexter, it is true that Dexter, if he was about to have to do something that he said he wouldn't do, he can quickly replace this with something. So he doesn't okay. actually. <laughs> that is true. Okay. I mean, the, the thing is, the thing is like the 10 curses is not really like the reason that we're scared that we don't want to play this card. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. I as worried about that. It's just,
1: it feels like when you play it, you want, if you're playing this card, you want to keep it down for a while. I think yeah, just think. just
0: just unless you're Lola, just like play play cards that do more than this card does is is my my recommendation.
1: You know, but late uh, Larry is kind of an okay idea though because you don't place. When do you play the ally on Larry? Is it before your turn begins?
2: It's it's when your turn begins. It's like kind of at the beginning of your turn. You have a like little triggered ability that you can yeah, throw down an ally it
1: says after your turn begins. Sure. So that means you wouldn't be able to play allies. Uh, if you chose play, but I guess we're suggesting play draw. So
2: workman you're, or whatever. You're
0: giving up a lot of good events to play this. You're giving up like money events. You're giving up dynamite. Well, you're giving no, up. if
1: if you're if you choose not to draw and you're playing yeah, someone that doesn't yeah, have yeah. very good draw, like like Larry Anderson.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: he can get cigarette case, can't he? Why doesn't he have good draw?
0: Yeah. Like, in that case, it's already it's already a bad deck anyway. So yeah. all
1: right, let's <laughs> go to the next yeah, next card. Let's move
0: on.
2: Next card is Ikiok. Welcome back. I'm so I was so excited to see this card in this back. Um, this is uh, Ikiok, the council's chosen. She's a unique ally, uh, three cost, uh, level three, uh, which is different. Um, I guess I guess I should mention that uh, this was a card, and then we can... card council card, and Go we'll back. get to the differences in a sec. Yeah, um, this is a three cost, uh, three XP or level three asset. Uh, it Commits for one will and one intellect. Uh, she's an ally and a sorcerer. Uh, she says you get plus one will and plus one uh, intellect. And then you get minus one will and minus one intellect for each weakness beneath iki- Ikiak. Uh, well, how does that happen? This is how. Trigger ability. When an investigator at your location draws a basic basic weakness, exhaust Ikiak, cancel that weakness's effects, and place it face down beneath iki- Ikiak. Its owner must draw it if Ikiak leaves play. Uh, it was designed by the Council at the Arkham Knights 2018 event. And uh, she has two health, two sanity of her own, and she takes up the ally slot. So a little bit of a difference from the actual original one, which came out at Arkham Knights 2018. Um, I think the only thing that's different is that the original one had one more health, and the original one's ability, said, draws a non-signature weakness as opposed to a basic weakness. I
1: don't know if that... It didn't have icons and it was level two, so. Oh, that's
2: right. That's right. Yeah. It's interesting it to compare.
1: Th- it's interesting to compare to see like what they thought was like too strong or too weak about a card when it was yeah, yeah. designed. But
2: I'm sad she went up to level three because that closes her off to a lot of people. But maybe that was like kind of ridiculous at some points.
1: I mean, I imagine that was the reason they made it up to level three. They decided it didn't want yeah. to really splash around everybody. But uh, I mean, for the card itself, like as it is um and plus one willpower is always great mystic right um the book maybe depending who you are um but really you're using this more as tech i think to cancel some basic weakness you don't want to deal with for
0: like i mean normally (laughs) <laughs> Normally if you've got like a level 2 or 3ish ally that costs like 3 soaks 2 and 2 and boosts two stats that's like Peter Sylvester or like Lola Santiago territory which are very very good cards. Hmm. This is this is a little bit shakier because the the will and intellect combo is always weird cuz you usually don't need both of those, right? right? Like it's I mean you can use them but it's not like being somebody that is going to use, you know, combat and getting like will and combat which is like a nice that's like a nice combo this is kind of like yeah okay but uh i don't know i mean there's definitely weaknesses where i would just absolutely love to hide it under
2: something and never draw it again if i'm cycling my deck like five times exactly yeah like uh, like something like doomed or uh all those weird things that are like you go insane what's the other one um but but,
1: i mean it also works like the thing that follows um the enemy weaknesses that get recurred that's funny Uh, i think what i really want
2: is for
0: What I want is when I play Mandy for someone in my group to have this card and to catch my weakness on it. That's what I really want. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my God. It won't work on
1: Mandy's weakness, but whatever your basic weakness is, right? Whatever, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I had, like, a bad basic weakness and, like, a deck that was going to cycle it a million times, I would, like, really want somebody to take it for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, they're sacrificing it. Then you're sacrificing an ally slot to cancel out. Exactly, it's like, times,
0: which... is it worth it? I mean, I don't know, yeah. you know.
1: Uh, it's definitely an interesting card. Ah, is it? I was trying to figure out if like, if you like used it on like the Stepper Detective or something, if it would still count as Stepper Detective being in play. Uh, I can't remember the rules for attachments, but...
2: Um... I was wondering what would happen if you got that card Threads of Reality from uh, that one encounter set from um, the Dream Eaters on this. Which effectively blanks it, where do the things underneath it go? <laughs> let's not let's not go there. Uh,
1: I mean, they'd still yeah, that's interesting. Does that mean you could somehow kill her while it was blanked, and then we wouldn't have to draw the cards. Probably.
2: If You could find a way to blank her that'd be pretty cool and then and then, like you know, slip her away, but it just says. If as long as she leaves play, so it's not like Dexter could bounce her back, or it's not like you could yeah. you could circumvent it. Uh, any yeah, way. I guess
1: I guess that's a lasting effect too, right? Because it's canceled its effect, and its owner must draw it if she leaves play. That's
2: not like right. forced. It's not like forced to draw everything underneath it around. Wait, so. what about what about Diana? What does Diana do to this? Um, Once it cancels um, the weaknesses effect, do you? I guess you'd finish resolving this, and then you'd just you'd both cancel of it, resolve.
1: and you could tuck it. Right, but then in, I think she I think stuff that's under dana has left play. I keep forgetting. I get this mixed up every
0: time I think about it. Stuff that plays. Draw card and gain a resource, which is super yeah. good. You know, <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel like you would you would either be playing this because you want the will and the intellect, or you would play this because you want to negate a weakness. But you 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 would want to have a pretty strong desire to do one of those two things. I think
2: yeah 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 i mean the boosts are great i think the boosts are the boosts are fine it's the i think it's the cheapest card that gives these two weaknesses in mystic right or these two um boosts in mystic right now right uh the other I'm, one would be like yes, key of st hubert or st cards it's
1: hard to keep track of them all of at yeah. this point <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah
2: yeah again
1: i don't know yeah you could you could use this in um like Luke or something um, who's maybe trying to use his will in his book sometimes or Marie. Yeah. Marie. It's just, it's always for those. I always struggle with those. It's like, yeah, usually I'm trying to use my no willpower most of the time, but you can, yeah. you can definitely do stuff where you like go half and half a bit. Um,
0: if Luke, yeah. If you're playing Luke and you have like a really horrendous mm-hmm. weakness or, or if you have like Luke and you're playing like Mr. Rook and this or something like you could, you could find scenarios where it would be okay. But
2: yeah. Oh, mainly, I think- you know,
0: Interesting. I, I'm 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 glad this is finally out just because these these beta cards, I don't know if they actually sell, but you see them up on eBay for like massive amounts of money. So it's oh boy, nice that. Don't yeah, people... worry, they're
1: still up on eBay for massive amounts of money even once they
0: come out. People will still yeah. buy them. But, but now it's like people don't need them just to play with the card. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. not that not that we're doing a whole lot of playing with actual cards these days. Anyway. Liberation. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right. We move on to this one sounds good yes
1: so the next card is a mystic card um flute of the outer gods it's a unique it's a cost x asset that is level four it has a willpower combat and agility icon on it it's an item instrument relic and cursed um exceptional seal up to x cursed uh Action exhaust flute of the outer gods to release one curse token sealed on it. Choose a non elite enemy at your location. You move the chosen enemy to a connecting location or deal its damage to an enemy at its location. This is not broke. Action It's not protect opportunity.
0: Hmm. So it's
2: eight XP, right? Because it's exceptional. Yeah. Is this it's the first?
1: In kind of you no, know, it takes up a hand slot too. To mention that, it does. Uh,
2: well, I mean, key of these
0: is, is exceptional now, but that's like errata, right? Yeah, or taboo or something.
1: Uh, I mean, isn't isn't like double double for experience or something, or one of the rogue Um,
2: there's, there's definitely rogue yeah, ones that cost four and are exceptional. No, yeah. I was saying, is this the first instrument in the game? Zipso oh. Jim takes this every time. I mean, for flavor, <laughs>
1: I mean, it's the first instrument that is not a signature guide, right? That's true, that's true. Yeah, Jim has his job. Like then you can have a trumpet, and, um, violin. Oh, Patric- oh she can't take this though. But um, that's an interesting card.
2: It's a powerful. Chad is definitely
1: like a minute or two behind us, by the way, but it's fine. Um, so, damn it. Yeah, and I, I so this is something to do with. You can do something with curse tokens with this. Moving not only enemies, um, is interesting that effect main, can be pretty powerful the main use case i think for that is pit vipers in, in uh for guidance to, to <laughs> sure. out of an inconvenient location so you don't have to kill them or beat the one that's,
0: that, that's um, good but dealing dealing the damage to stuff can be really good there's there's yeah, some enemies yeah. that can kill them i it's guess the i guess the problem is like, right. it's only damage so if you have enemies that deal a lot of horror then it doesn't really work very well mm, you know yeah but, yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's a little more campaign specific but I mean, there's definitely campaigns where enemies lean more damage than horror. And yeah, like like the deep, very funnily, you could use like the deep one bull to kill one of the or the other deep the ones. ones will no. get, get mad about it and run somewhere, but it'll be the same place. Um,
2: oh but, no, that's horrible.
1: I mean, this is also a nice. It, it's a you know, it's testless damage if you have the if you have multiple enemies at your location. Um. You could use not only enemies to like fight the big boss or something like if you were doing um the spider boss at the end of dream Eaters or whatever you could uh, use uh, the other uh, spiders to have them attack the legs or, or the boss which would be funny um, yeah
2: there are some aloof enemies that are kind of annoying that this would this would help with there's a lot of uh, other ways to use them, but it's just like of... there's situations where
1: it would be fun to use this it's just it's a hard ramp up right because yeah you want to get a bunch yeah. of You probably want to get a bunch of seals on it. It does seal the curse tokens, which prevents your rogue from playing Faustian Bargain, which is
0: funny. <laughs> but... And and it's just also, I mean, eight XP is so much. Like you you're gonna have a lot of other stuff that you want to spend XP on before this. But maybe mm-hmm. you get to like the last scenario of the campaign, there's a lot of fighting, you're you're going into like uh I don't know, Dim Carcosa or something and it's well i have all this xp i don't really know what else to spend it on i'm going to give oh. this a try it might be fun you know
1: yeah i mean it's definitely an end game card um i mean
0: i guess, I think everything does lots of horror and not so much damage yeah but that might have been you, the you,
1: worst yeah, of the of the final ones but...
0: you're, your right. you're like 75 xp you know <laughs> well yeah, it's, it's
1: also if you want to steal a bunch of curses it's also very expensive to play this too that's
2: what i was about to say because i was like oh yeah. man dexter can use this with Gesh. Use Gash, put ten in the bag, and immediately get this out. And then I realize <laughs> the cost is e- equivalent to the number of curse tokens you sell. Why? Uh, yeah, but, but then it Dexter comes has... to play?
1: Dexter's a that pretty market? Dexter's a pretty rich mystic because he
2: could Mr. David Renfield. I mean, yeah. Physically. So um, why are you paying his... 10 for this? I
0: I definitely feel like this did not need to cost X. This could cost like two and it would not be in any Ow. danger of being like an overpowered card.
2: That went straight over my head until just now. That's horrible.
1: I mean, yeah. So like Dex, Dexter, Dexter I think would be a good candidate for this, because <sighs> he can play stuff cheaper, and he usually, and that because of that he's also rolling the money. So like in the Dexter deck I'm playing through Insmith, he always has like
2: oh way too much money and, by the end of
1: every every round. So this could be a fun thing to play.
2: Ursula uh, but, can take this and pull it out with Ellie, right? But it doesn't do anything if she pulls it out.
1: Uh yeah, because it wouldn't steal anything. So. Right.
2: So it's just a flute hanging it's, out. It doesn't do anything
1: <laughs> Unless, unless you can get, unless there's some cards that let you move sealed curse tokens around or something, but I don't think sure, anything like that.
2: Okay, Um, all
1: right. Oh, I forgot about Gloria when we talked about the last card. She she exists, I haven't played Gloria yet.
0: Um, yeah, I keep keep forgetting she exists too, but
2: she's incredibly good.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I just haven't had a Keep forgetting when I start a new campaign and I forget to, like, oh, I going to try her out. But sorry, I started a new campaign and I'm playing Amanda now for the first time. That's great. We've, uh, anyway.
0: we've, you know, we've still got a lot of cards. We should probably move on unless someone else has something cool we to say sure about do. this. Um,
1: all right. Uh, Survivor card. Uh, this is uh, a watchful. What?
0: It, I think oh, it's your it's turn to to... I'm
1: sorry. I got excited about the shirt. You can talk about it, Dan. Go ahead. Who
0: isn't excited about this card? <laughs> Uh, so we've got uh, Watchful Peace, which is a survivor event, uh, cost one, level three, two willpower icons. The art is like uh, anime Silas, like a <laughs> Final Fantasy cutscene Silas, I would say. Like a yeah. late late 90s, like Final Fantasy VIII Silas, basically. It's like romance um,
2: novel cover yeah, It is
0: just like blessed. And it says, as an additional cost to play a Watchful Peace... Uh, search the chaos bag and or cards in play for a total of five blessed tokens and return them to the token pool. Fast play when the draw and counter card step of the mythos phase will begin. Skip this step of the mythos phase. Wow. So uh, that's I, really, The
2: that's, first that's... thing I said was, wait, this doesn't remove itself from the game? Yeah, I was I, I was expecting this to at least exile itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this... Uh, uh,
1: if you have any type of decent recursion... Which survivors have pretty good access to, uh, and some type of just regeneration. Which again, plus there's <laughs> survivors have easy access to. If you wanted to, you could easily make a degenerate deck that plays this in return, and you just never draw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah.
2: Um, like Wendy stars. can play this with her amulet out. Like again, like a second yeah. time even. Like that's also another way yeah, to I do know. it.
1: But uh, I think it's going to get errated to remove from games so you can't do a degenerate recursion. So I'd like to talk about it without uh any recursion what what do we think of this i think it's still pretty solid
2: um yeah this is
0: like i i think it's cool i i don't think it's like game breaking i mean it's the same thing as um so when we compare like so ward of protection is like the ultimate card that we always say is really good right yeah and when you compare that to things like uh, on the hunt or there's other cards that are like before you draw a card you get to not draw it right right and those are those can be all right but skipping an encounter card before you know what it is is not always all that amazing because it might just be a card that you don't care about um skipping a card like once you know what it is is more powerful kind of right well, relative to costs
1: i mean this doesn't really skip it though it also just delays you drawing it till next round or whatever um, yeah
0: that's that's true too
1: but I mean, which that's... can help though. That still can be like if you, if you've had a bad round, you know you don't want to have more stuff dumped on you.
0: Yeah, it could give you some breathing room for sure. It Gives
1: you breathing room. It uses the bless tokens that don't do anything if they're just in the bag. Um, and it costs only one, so it's not like and it's fast.
0: Yeah, and even like three XP is not that much, right? Like you can, yeah, you know, you're a survivor. You can eventually have three XP. It also commits for two will, which you know maybe if you're um if you're playing like Patrice or somebody, you know maybe yeah, you can. Exactly. Uh, actually is is this pretty good for well i guess it's not great for patrice because you'd, you'd like draw it during upkeep and then you'd use this
2: and you'd have like one yeah.
1: you have to play it immediately for patrice, yeah. but,
2: i uh... mean it's fine though. there's a lot of circumstances where i mean especially i think in four player four player you draw through the encounter deck at least three times right like during the yeah. game and sometimes that's just really bad because you've got ancient evils in there delaying right. that probably mathematically helps you like even just for one phase right like helps you it's some, it's some aspect
0: yeah because f- four player can be very spiky because if you're going through the encounter deck you know two and two and and a, and a half times in the course of the game it really matters whether you hit the three ancient evils on that last half right. time right yeah that, that can make a huge difference to whether you're able to finish or not so yeah
1: i mean that- the reason I think this is strong is it's very easy to get blust tokens in the bag as survivor. You only need a couple cards. There's that one asset that like you take a damage and a ward, but two two tokens in the bag. And if you're a survivor, you have Jessica and Peter, so you don't care. There's the card that Dan hates that you pay two and it puts four in there. And, and it's like I
0: I, 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 I the thing is I don't want to play those cards just to turn on this card. Like I want yeah. to if i if I play this card, I want to get the blust tokens for free.
2: Yeah, I mean the sad part is Sister Mary can't play it. The happy part is... Father <laughs> Mateo can play, well. Mateo can play it. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So if, if you have, like, a weird Father Mateo and Sister Mary build, Father Mateo can take this and, and you know, all is well. You can do weird blessed things with the chaos bag forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really think Silas is supposed to be crustier and angrier and soggier than this. No. I, I don't. No. Like, it's it the art is nice, but it really just feels off-model for Silas.
1: It, it is, like, it's a, a different... Version of sexy for Silas. He's got the shirt on, and he's got. He's, this really reminds com- me of. This, this is like yeah. young Silas, I think. Right, this is before he had to
2: rip off a shirt to fight a bunch of uh, fish people, or whatever, right? for sure, and, yeah, Chris and, and Chris possibly was. maybe become a fish person. Yeah, yeah, that
0: makes <laughs> sense. What this reminds me of is like reading like Game Pro magazine in the like middle school library, and like kids would send in art or whatever, and like some some girl would send in art of like Mario drawn as like a hot anime guy. And it's like okay that's fine like I'm not judging that or anything but it's weird it's unsettling cuz Mario well, that, is supposed to be is the
2: fanfic world right like, like this is like a short hairy little
0: italian guy you know <laughs> this is Silas fanfic
2: yeah and it's great a lot that's of people a lot of people are this
0: there, there's room in the universe of this game
2: for different interpretations about this stuff yeah. i think that i will play this card as Probably more as a late game thing, like a scenario seven or eight when there's like the the stakes are higher and you know that there's going to be those circumstances, especially in four or three player where you know that you're going to be going through the encounter deck a lot. If if you know that there's going to be like ancient evils, you know, there's going to be even just like in TCU in general, right? Because the the uh, the counter deck mills itself and does really bad things. uh, The more things that are milled, this could be a good way to like mitigate even that effect from happening, which is cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll because I'm playing Silas through our uh our Innsworth run, right? Oh and yeah. Gonna, I already have some several dumb blessed
2: things in there that ever makes fun of me. Right? I was because just thinking, who thing. who can draw enough cards <laughs> to find both of these like reliably and constantly? And yeah, it's it's Silas.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be fun to to. It'll probably end up recurring it a few times in Silas, and then I'm like, yep, yeah, this is dumb. Um, and then I'll Let's game, uh. But.
0: Let's 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 move on though to the next one. Or All next right. so uh
1: Dane, you want to read this? Do you want to just read the so that we, we have the level four core talent? Yeah. So you just want to read the hyper awareness and then summarize the, yeah. the other two?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh so these are the three uh core talent upgrades. Um we, we already have two of them, uh the the purple one and the blue one. Uh but now we have the other three. So this is hyper awareness, hard knocks, dig deep. They all cost two resources to play. They're all level four. And they all give two uh, symbols, commit symbols, for their respective um, whatever they're boosting, I guess, their they're, yeah. uh, respective attributes. So for hyper-awareness, uh, it's two intellect and two agility icons to commit. Not bad. Uh, it's a talent and then uses uses two resources, uh, replenish these resources at the, fo- at the start of your each round, And then as an action, you can spend one resource from your resource pool or from hyper-awareness to get uh, plus one intellect or plus one agility for the skill test. Same thing across the board. So hard knocks, same for combat and agility. And dig deep, same for will and agility. Um, So these kind of, these went through a cycle. (laughs) And now, now now it is complete. So we have the original level zeros um, which cost two, and they were just kind of fast actions to boost for one money. Um, and then we went to level two, which was, they went down to costing zero, and they gave two of each of their attributes, uh, their respective attributes, and then they did the same exact thing that the level zero version did. Now they give that, the huge thing here, I think, is that they give the two resources to you every single turn. So that's like, that's pretty value, and you could probably build around it kind of instead of incorporating a lot of skill cards in your deck or something like that like if you wanted to go hard on talents you you could just get two hyper awareness, hard knocks whatever down and then just kind of be set for turns because you're going to have like four resources that you can just dump into whatever skill you need to do oh no these are for dark horse decks aren't they <laughs>
1: This recurring re- 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 buddy. You could use that skill. Oh,
0: really oh, you're right. If you're a former Netrunner player and you're recurring credit tokens are just sitting around collecting dust, hey, it's a good opportunity to use that. really a real use. You bring you over. Know? Yeah, facts.
1: Uh, yeah, so we saw the blue and purple one in the Investigator Star decks. Uh, so I think this will just kind of clean the cycle. Um, yeah, if I, you. If you don't have another way to boost those skills every turn, they all boost agility, which is weird, but uh, if, you don't have, if you don't have a way to boost those skills every turn, you need something, uh, these, these, are, these are right. I, don't
0: know. I, I think what's a little bit of a bummer is just based on the colors that these are and the fact that they're level four and the specific combinations of skills that they boost, I'm not sure how many decks are really going to want them. Um, like Hyper Awareness, for example, what, what Seeker would not just want higher education instead is like kind of what I'm wondering.
1: Yeah.
2: That's yeah. Maybe, Ursula is, a little
0: more... is there do we have an investigator that can
1: get talents yet? I feel like they'll get one eventually, maybe, but
0: uh That would be interesting. Like hard knocks, you know, certain Preston decks might want it, so that's maybe we're thinking about yeah. do,
1: maybe Tony. Yeah.
0: Um, dig deep, yeah. like when, when you could play it, but Wendy kind of just has her own ability to pass. Maybe I mean, might <laughs> exactly. not. Her, her
2: will and her agility with like Peter and like track shoes, yeah, already just like off but, the charts. So.
0: But but I I do like the design of these. Like these are I these, I, I think these would be fun because it would be like another thing that you can kind of use every turn and like make smart decisions about when to use it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is more fun when you have that recurring resource because um, that's that strategy there. It's very funny to me that Dig Deep is a level 4 survivor card after they waited, you know, like four years or <laughs> five years uh, to print them in Stella,
2: and then they're just like,
1: eh, whatever, here you go. Yeah. That, that is really
2: funny, yeah. No, I like these cards very much because they kind of open space for decks. Like the, the, um, the Guardian one, uh, Physical Training, level 4 one, came out in the Nathaniel Cho pack. And I think it's a great option for, uh, for people who don't want to take like, have their decks take up a lot of space or, or have uh, skills take up a lot of space in their decks. Because effectively, it's kind of like, I mean, you could just run Vicious Blows, just run like level two overpowers or whatever, and then have these. And have them be like a really good output, especially if you're like Sister Mary or if you're Roland or somebody who doesn't really have like a lot, like a ton of combat, like right straight out the gate, like Mark or Nathaniel himself you could definitely consider running these um but i would say probably to run them as like a pair and to have them be kind of more of a core part of how your gameplay is is rolling out
1: i mean they're also nice because i mean they're not unique or anything so you could eventually have them both down yeah basically have four resources you can use each turn to boost you know those two stats
2: yeah Um, i think the ones are a little bit better because will is always kind of a relevant stat i guess agility you could argue is too but i I think that in terms of like defensive stats will is always the one that like you kind of want more but i don't know
1: i mean agility is obviously good for evading um yeah yeah. you know in lower player counts might be helpful i guess would this be stronger this would this be stronger than skill cards in like hard or expert difficulty when the chaos bag gets kind of crazy um where you're trying to minimize your tests, so you probably want to pump that two money like each round to whatever your one important test the round is. Or... The I mean, issue I, is that they both cost
2: four experience. If you're getting, I,
0: I don't think it's inherently better or worse. It's all about you know, do you have enough money to spend on this versus do you have good enough yeah. skill cards? Like it's, yeah.
2: it's
0: it's just, it's just a thing in your toolbox. It's a thing that can help you pass tests, but there's other cards that also do that. So it's dependent yeah. on what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, to me, these cost effectively zero money. Because the two, you pay two, but the two money immediately goes on it. I guess if right. you don't use it in the round you play it, then I guess it is costing you money. But uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think you're right. I had never thought of putting this in a Dark Horse deck, but I think that that's where they
1: go. It's, it's definitely it's definitely good for Dark Horse. Yeah, like yeah. Having a, uh, I think uh, I tried uh, Dark Horse like three years ago, uh, so uh, I'm uh, an expert on it. Uh, uh, the it, it goes, it goes dark horse decks.
0: so but, okay, So suppose you're playing dark horse fire axe
2: preston do you do you need this or is fire axe enough i mean i think that sometimes you just you just want if you're going to swing three times
1: yeah you're
2: with fun- one, you only got four on your four on your uh, family inheritance and one in your pool i mean generally right or, or zero in your pool because you're dark horse this way you have six i don't know it's tough, and, and it,
1: I mean, it gives you room to use that money in other stuff as well. Like if you exactly like, yeah. you want to play or whatever. Um, so I think it, I think it's extra that can help there. But yeah, I, I, no, I did play Dark Horse Preston whenever you first came out.
2: Yeah, you did. I remember. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's also an alternative. <laughs> here, we, here we go with the jank, like we were just talking about not doing Gesh and Dark Horse and Preston with Hard Knocks or whatever, like. You you effectively don't need resources and you don't need to commit anything if you have these right. Like, yeah. you're you're using the pump, the hard pumps from Mariner's Compass and Fire Axe, and and now you've got Hard Knocks or Dig Deep or whatever you're going to be using. The only issue is that it sucks that they don't boost your intellect because that's that's the other most relevant stat in the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's
1: a uh... yeah. You mean the green one doesn't boost intellect or the red one? Yeah,
2: green or red right yeah oh yeah i guess you can't take red anyway
1: because there are dark horse builds so you can do like dark horse min or whatever if you wanted to you sure but i think people do um, there's there's some you can do with that anyway i'm tired of talking about dark horse i wish there was a couple other car- weird janky cards other than dark horse we could talk about all the time uh, i was hoping <laughs> G- yeah uh, how do you say it Gesh. yes Gesh. I was hoping that would be a separate category from Dark Horse, but I'm already worried that it's just going to always look I mean, together. At least
0: with Dark Horse, at least with Dark Horse, you can put two copies of it in your deck, and it doesn't cost XP. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I'm waiting right for it to add the first version. Then, then we're talking. But you know, Let's until see. then,
1: what's the other start? The on your own was also like a potential interesting. Like, oh, you could build around not having allies and having events. Yeah, yeah, I don't people I don't, talk don't, about that one too much, though. Yeah, I
0: don't see. I don't see a lot of that happening. <laughs> nope. So. Um, all right. Let's go well, to the next.
1: Let's move on to the neutral cards. Um, so we got Favor of the Moon. This is a level one neutral asset that costs one resource. It has a intellect and a combat icon on it. It's a packed and cursed. Uh, fast seal up to three curse tokens. If there's no token sealed on Favor of the Moon, discard it. Reaction: When you would trigger, or excuse me, when you would reveal a chaos token from the chaos bag. Uh, exhaust favor the moon. Resolve a token sealed here instead, as if it were just revealed from the chaos bag. Then gain one resource. So, this is a card. This is a card that lets guarantees curse draws when you need them to trigger whatever nonsense you use curse tokens for. Right? That's the whole purpose. They're of this. finally
0: here. Which there's not the stuff that the stuff that makes you want to draw curse tokens is those new mystic spells. Yeah, and what what else exactly?
2: The um, there's... the coin and the um, what's the the one that came out alongside the coin? Uh, the, yeah, the, the, the two slot? new accessories or whatever. It, well, no, it's a hand slot. Okay. Uh, I forget what it's called. So somebody in chat can can help. But yeah, the yeah the pet the cursed penny or whatever the hell it is. There's,
1: yeah, there's definitely green cards and some, a couple secret cards that like have some effect that trigger when you draw a cursed token.
2: Yeah not um, to mention the uh the the covenants right like i don't i don't remember what the covenants do, the covenants
1: do but yeah like the covenants can make it so like you draw the curse token and then what is the green one that you draw the curse token and then don't draw again
2: no and, that's the oh
1: and the orange one is the orange ones you draw it but you treat it as a plus one
2: the green that's one you is do. you draw it and then you just kick it out of the bag and then you re- basically like soft restart the test don't don't include the, the oh
1: well, that's not that's not as good for this then, because you're probably yeah. wanting to trigger the
0: curse. Um, I mean, if you're trying to trigger the one where if you draw both tokens, then it's an automatic success. You could try to draw a blessed token, and then once you draw the blessed token, I mean, it's still you're basically going from very
2: impossible to do that to just slightly less impossible. I mean, we should talk about the second one too, right? The the other one is is the favor one? of blessed, yeah, favor the right? sun.
1: I, I feel like they don't. Yeah, we can do them work. so. I think two well okay. together cuz the one's curse one's less so that's what I was focusing Yeah on. yeah um and this I mean, does, uh, this does give you money as well which is a nice little payoff so it will net you two money eventually um
2: There are some secret cards I care about it too like um like uh fey, that skill card that returns to your hand if you draw a, a, a yeah, us
1: I I thought of that one just cuz I was looking at it in Silas recently but that that means you're just kind of canceling out the Faye effect mostly so, no you're
2: in which case you can use the Fey the entire turn and then on the last skill test you can throw it on the Favor of the Moon or I just already have it out.
0: Well, but but no cuz you're using the Fey the entire turn, but it the, the icons from Fey are kind of canceling out with the curse token though, right? Or something like that. No, he's yeah. saying
1: like use it the last. whole turn and the last test you put a curse token so you pull it out from under Amanda.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Sure. This is fast. It doesn't even cost, like, it doesn't even cost, it costs one money to get it out. Yeah. And then the first time you pull a curse token from it, you gain a resource and it recovers, recoups the cost, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, it is like, if you want to get curse tokens out of the bag, I'm not really sure if that's something you'd want to do, but this also does kind of do that cheaply.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I kind mean, of breezed past it. I, I think this is key for the the mist, the mist new mystic spells. Um, that yeah, it was.
2: Yes.
0: With... Without this, I was kind of skeptical about those really being worth it. I mean, th- there was an interesting idea, but it was kind of like, I don't know if you could trigger them reliably enough. With this, uh, I mean, that really does make a huge difference, honestly.
2: Yes, it does. Um, certainly. Especially because they're not unique. Oh, no, oh, they are unique. Just kidding. Forget that I said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are unique. So you can only one of them. But, you know, you still but, play
0: two because you yeah. use one up and then you play one yeah, I, yeah. I wish i honestly wish that it didn't get discarded when the tokens are gone because it would be cool to use this in dexter to trigger your good spells and then once it's empty turn it into david renfield or something and then play another
2: one yeah well i'm not gonna the spectrum there's yorick who loves things that discard themselves when they're done yeah. and then they could he could just kick them back from the from the uh or whatever might,
1: he might like the blessed one better because that
2: yeah, yeah. Sorry, but I have a lot us, to say about but... the next one. Maybe not so much to say. About I, did, I didn't one. notice
1: that it was unique. That is kind of a bummer because if you have multiple people on your team trying to do curse stuff, then only oh, yeah. one person can yeah. really use it. but that's, that's
0: yeah, That does kind of suck, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I If you have too many people care, who are caring about curse tokens, maybe there's too much. Maybe the bag always has 10 in it and you can't play your Faustine bargains anyway or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know I, I like it. I think it's good for definitely good for the Mystics. I think there's some other secret cards that it'll combo off too. Uh,
0: one one last thing to... I one last thing I want to say. You do not exhaust... oh no, sorry, you do exhaust it. Okay. Because yeah. I was thinking like, oh, maybe you could have multiple people have this in their decks and you just like burn through it fast enough that everyone gets their turn, but no, nah, yeah, it's prob- mm-hmm. probably probably well, not great.
2: There's that neutral card too. Um that's like an event that you draw tokens from the bag until you find an elder sign or a uh, or an auto fail or blessed or cursed. And then depending on the one that you get, you either heal to from an ally or you remember that one, or you damage an enemy to that one. You can use it this too. Yeah, Cause this doesn't say during a test. It's just when you reveal it's 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 just, I feel like th- this and the next card are just bread and butter for, for like bless slash curse builds. Like these are the things that you want in your deck. They, the- it, the last thing I want to say about this it is an interesting choice to put these in the second to last pack. That's right. I mean, yeah. I, I've I've alluded to these every single episode we've yeah, done you, that we've talked about. <laughs> and well, now okay, we're so, finally here.
0: Okay. So let's, let's go on and talk about the next one then. Right. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is my turn, I think. Yeah, um, so we have favor of the sun, which is a unique neutral asset that costs two and level one. Uh, with a willpower icon and an agility icon it's a packed and blessed fast seal up to three blessed tokens if there are no tokens sealed on it discard it uh reaction when you would reveal a chaos token from the chaos bag exhaust favor of the sun resolve a token sealed here instead as if it were just revealed from the chaos bag so it's pretty much the same as the previous one only it costs two instead of one and um when you when you replace the when you instead of drawing a regular token you choose something from this from off of this card you don't get the money because you're you're getting like a good token instead of a bad right. token
2: exactly yeah 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 so relevant right this, this enables like if you're winchester mary or what it, it like immediately enables the winchester on, on three things which i know isn't like saying much but it's it's so good for a lot of things that need you to draw blessed less tokens like yeah. like Ben was alluding to earlier, the red covenant is the one that when you draw less token, you can just exhaust it and stop after the after mm-hmm. you draw the token. which is basically an auto success, right? It, that's effectively what it is. Yeah. With bonus, because then you also have the plus two value.
0: Why is uh, why, why sorry, why is the Winchester? Why is this effect yeah, the Winchester?
1: Because we're not eroded or tabooed to work with oh, any skill okay. token, right? Non-negative skill tokens, okay. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Uh, And you could you could get the you could get the purple covenant and play both of these and then have three automatic successes.
2: You (laughs) can, yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, That that then the then the purple covenant would actually trigger more than once a game. So uh, on tests you don't care about it triggering. Well, the important part is it would trigger
2: on tests you maybe care about. uh, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you could that's an auto success. So any test, right? Like, yeah, anything. Like there's
0: definitely so so there's definitely like yeah if you're playing like blessed blade or other stuff that pays off drawing bless tokens especially if it's things where it like does extra damage or gets extra clues or you would want to control when it happens
1: mm-hmm.
0: then oh, this is really good so it's same as the previous one it's like to, to the extent that bless and curse stuff is ever going to be good these cards are an important part of making it work that way. So it's a bummer that they're unique and it's a bummer that they came out in the second to last pack.
1: Yeah, I I am very confused why these were not early on. Maybe they wanted us to play without them and then realize, oh, these are the, this is the power here, but...
2: um, It it was more just frustration being like, why can't I put these in my deck You know, like, (laughs) these are the things that make them work. Like, I'm so excited to finally play with blessed and Curse tokens and, and have these effects on command. Um, yeah. Like I was saying earlier, Yorick loves Favor of the Sun because he can just every time he kills an enemy, scoop the Favor of the Sun back out. He's got a lot of things like Signum Crucius. Um, have faith. What's it called? It's the the put four Bless tokens keep, in the bag. Keep, keep faith. faith. Yeah, keep faith. Uh, oh, he, can, things, he can play that right?
1: skill card that you all succeed on a Bless token, right? <laughs> yeah, he can.
2: He, he can. He can play the yeah. I, so I, like, there's. A lot of upside for for him for you know like, I, I finally they're here
0: i can't resist doing my standard buzz kill humbug disclaimer <laughs> and saying even with all this stuff is it really is it really that good you're playing a lot of cards just to make your blessed cards work the way that they're supposed to you could just play regular cards but, i feel uh, like
1: yeah i feel like you would only want to have i don't think you want to go super hard bless unless you're doing like a weird mateo thing yeah i mean i feel like you want if you're doing do blessed stuff you maybe try like six to eight and you know, i and
0: stuff. i like i i don't want to crap on this because like this is it's, it's at least there's enough stuff going on now that it's at least like feasible to give this a try and see how it works so
2: yeah exactly yeah
0: it, well this is... I, I you know i think it'll be good for mary you know like colin's
1: playing mary in our, our Inns- i'm playing a lot of insmith games right now <laughs> <laughs> one of our insmith <laughs> Reds. and like yeah as you said like the blessed blade um you know i still hold out hope for that super blessed weapon um the, blessed the last pack
0: which uh, which is i don't know what you're talking about it has been spoiled um, yeah that's yeah there's definitely is a super good weapon but uh
1: so that'll be great but, for that but too it's, but it's, so it's not a
0: gun which is what you thought it would be
1: yeah no it's better it's a bleeded yeah. weapon which means i could put it in zoe decks and still not on <laughs> right anyway
0: that's a future future discussion uh, let's my, move on to my, the last my, card my parting thoughts about well. this Did you guys ever play kirby's adventure Great game. Very long time ago. Really (laughs) great game. One of the bosses is like the sun and the moon and the moon shoots blue laser beams at you and the sun shoots like orange stars at you. The art on these cards reminds me of it. It's one of my favorite games. Makes me very happy. That's all
2: I have to say. (laughs) Nice. Praise the sun, right? Uh, sure. Oh boy. All right. Uh, last card. Last card. Well, (laughs) here it is. One of the cards I helped design, uh, purifying corruption. Um, it costs four to play. It's level four asset. Uh, commits for one wild symbol. It is a ritual, blessed and cursed. And is triggered uh, ability. When you draw a non-weakness treachery, take one damage and one horror, cancel that card's revelation effect, and place one resource on this card as corruption. If this card has three or more corruption, remove it from the game. Uh, fast action, draw the top card of the encounter deck, either heal one damage and one horror, remove one corruption from this card. Uh, and it was designed by the Imperial which I was actually a part of for Arkham Knights 2019. <laughs> and w- I had uh, crazy stories on our recap of, of the uh, Arkham Knights adventure. last oh, yeah. Two
0: the, years the, ago the, now?
2: The, the original, yeah, this was t-
0: 2019. The the original version of this card before MJ took it back to the shop to kind of uh, adjust it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is, is this
1: original version of this card... Uh, I think it was exactly the same. I didn't even put it on the, the alpha side here. Version, oh, yeah, was, th- the version.
0: Yeah, I think yeah the version as released, the version that they like walked out. Of oh, end oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. And then crazy.
2: and then it became the beta version, which is exactly the same. Right. Um, I
0: think, yeah, I think they changed the wording on it slightly, but it, the effect is the same. So is uh, yes. are we are we caught up with card council cards now? Like, did Dendromorphosis come out? Did the year?
1: We're, uh, it did,
0: we're yeah. missing Shrine of
2: the Marai. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Mirai. yeah. Mirai. Uh, but we have we have thoughts we we have thoughts of when it's going to come out due to leaks. Um, but um, <laughs> someday FFG will figure out how to not deliver a pack three months early to France or whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> Probably not. So so yeah. So we did we did like already basically cover this you know a, a year or two ago or whatever. But I, I the bottom line is like I mean wording stuff is great. If you don't care about taking damage in horror, or if you even want to take damage in horror, then this is a pretty good payoff for doing it. It is kind of ex- it is yeah. expensive. It's a lot of XP. It's a lot of money. You
2: know. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is Calvin and Tommy, right? Love this card. Um, yeah. Seems great to take to take on command damage well, in horror. I mean, too. by the
1: time Calvin would consider picking this up, he probably already has enough trauma that he doesn't want to. <laughs> actually just, take more too humanity. quickly yeah, but uh, so, you know survivors you know the good the, the peter jessica combo and survivor means like that's basically not a cost most of the time
2: yeah so. also spirit of humanity right the, the new the new mm. hots for uh, for calvin you can just use this use spirit of humanity use this remove the corruption yeah. again and then you're you know you're, you're back to where you started
0: The thing that always, the the thing that makes me kind of interested in this in terms of trying to break stuff is, uh, so sometimes there's no encounter deck like in uh, Beyond the Gates of Sleep, right? Yeah. And I think there's... I think it just says you can't play cards or whatever. You can't do things that require you to draw. Like, you can't play Draw of the Flame or something. Yeah, but, Basically anything that would interact with But the there's game. also... So sometimes there's situations where, like, Luke is in his dream zone. And if he draws an enemy, it just, like, doesn't spawn there or something. Right. It just falls like, off. <laughs> like, you could imagine a weird scenario where, like, some particular location in some scenario, if you're there, like encounter cards just automatically get canceled and you could just spam this because it doesn't exhaust you could just like use it you could heal up to full and then remove all the
2: corruption that'd be kind of interesting oh it doesn't the second thing doesn't exhaust itself right it doesn't
1: exhaust but it, it is a cost so like you do have to actually be able to draw the encounter card yeah but I like, right, if it cancels yeah. like with luke or something yeah, yeah. that's true
0: yeah something yeah. something weird like that you know or like if there was if there's like an a, some kind of story item you get that's like oh as long as you have this card in play cancel all encounter cards that you draw or something it's like oh go crazy just yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I mean the thing is is that uh, if it has three more corruption so it's not like you can you can it's not like it comes in with like like you could stack tokens on it and just have a billion like and you know there's there's always the capacity for three yeah at a time so the
1: the reaction doesn't exhaust either, right? You no, know, misreading that. No. So you, you could you could get into a state where like you're like ah, I kind of want to heal a little bit, but I'm worried about a couple of the encounter cards. What if I just draw one and if I don't like it, I'll <laughs> cancel it. I mean, the weird thing is, <laughs> do it is it again. that
2: this, this is not unique. So like everybody could have this. Like like f- all four uh. people could have two copies of this, right?
0: Yeah, well, especially oh, so that's, why they, the, that's well, why they changed the. That's why they changed the word. So, yeah,
1: the original wording I think said like if purifying corruption has corruption on it or something. So,
0: and and definitely like, you know. one of the people that might want to take horror or maybe not damage, but is Carolyn, right? If we right, get the, yeah. if, we get the <laughs> if we get the if we get the like doctor character whose name I forget at some point, maybe you have a four player group with like Carolyn and the doctor, who I assume will have like a similar ability to Carolyn, and then everybody's just warding stuff all the time and getting healed and getting money or whatever. <laughs> Can, but that's not playing Arkham Horror
2: anymore, right? Yeah, it then might, it you're might just get not weird. drawing counter, counter cards. You're just mitigating damage and horror. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's which is it's it's which is fine, one. I guess. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I do find it interesting that they didn't make any changes to this card. No, no they did because you guys made a super ridiculous card. Never mind. They just didn't do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, it's weird that. Uh, <laughs> it. It's it's a fun exercise to see like oh they had to boost it because of this reason or theorize about it but. Uh, we just know they changed this immediately cuz it was already too ridiculous so i yeah. guess
2: i guess i should have kind of seen this coming in this set because like at the time mj was like she was like oh man what if it's both blessed and cursed and then like <laughs> and then innsmith comes out and it's like everything is blessed and cursed Yep. no wonder you know no this is where it should I mean,
1: be yeah with that at the time they would have been would they have been working on insta still at that point
2: i don't know or i maybe, yes. maybe the final phases of it i can't yeah. imagine that it's a uh it's a uh coincidence yeah
0: they, that they it, fit yeah. it into the back
2: because
1: it makes sense they put it in here because it has yeah. blessed cursed on it
0: so did, did yeah. we ever did we ever get an answer on whether purifying corruption is a like noun phrase or like present tense <laughs> verb phrase I remember wondering about that, and I, I don't think we ever really got a response. I uh, yeah, the jury's I out. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's. It's you know, it's fun. The mystery. The, it's exciting to have a mystery and not know the answer to it. I mean, what mystery box? Yep.
1: You're a fan of J.J. Abrams, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, right. God. Yeah. God. Well, anyway. That's all the cards from uh, the Lair of Dagon. Um, I so was actually many. pretty hyped about this pack. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cards here. There's a lot of things that kind of like tie a nice bow on builds and things. Like like the end the the top end of the the uh, talent upgrades and the favors are finally here, so I can finally rant about them for good reason. Um, a lot of good cards in this pack. A lot of strong cards. A lot of weird cards that that have effects that ha- like haven't been seen before like Gesh and uh and the Silas card the, the sexy Silas card um well is everybody else as hyped as this pack as I am I, I mean now that all the favors are here we can like finally talk, start talking about these blessed and Curse builds uh we're gonna be talking all about them on our discord and I mean by, by we I mean I <laughs> will be come hang out with us uh, let us know your thoughts reach out to us on Facebook Reddit uh, Instagram wherever you guys listen to podcasts or email us at uh, comments at emuor.fm and uh, everybody, thanks so much for all your support. Uh, consider donating to our Patreon. and Thanks for listening. Be safe, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.